The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So on Twitter, former Wild Rose Party Senior Advisor and Press Secretary Vitor Marciano writes, quote, if you were part of deciding to lock down Alberta, you don't get a foreign vacation. You must lead and show that you'll more than abide by the restrictions you imposed on others. It's called moral authority. If you were involved in locking down Albertans and you vacationed away, you have lost the moral authority to be involved in those types of decisions. Vitor Marciano joins me this afternoon. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Jaylen. All right, let's, uh, how would you, <laughs> I'm going to, this is a kettle, of, uh, a kettle of fish right here, but how would you describe what has gone on in the last couple of days, how the Premier has handled this and what you saw today? Oh, well, um, what, what I saw today was much better than what we've seen over the last few days, um, both from getting it partially right to handling the tactics of it, uh, I think putting it out in the press Oh, in a social media statement today and letting people read it and digest it and think about it before making himself available is probably a useful thing. I think Albertans are mad as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, but I think it's, it's uh, quickly becoming a Canada-wide scandal, and I, I suspect we're yeah. only, only a little bit more than halfway through it because what we're discovering is that a whole bunch of the elites who make decisions for us didn't want to follow their own decisions. And, and, and you know, it's, it's interesting, Vitor, because I'm getting a number of texts uh, along this line saying, okay, you know what? They never said that I couldn't travel. If it's okay for me, I accept it's okay for them as well. That is literally a text that just came across my text line. No. How do you... Ex- no. Uh, they couldn't cancel traveling because it would be unconstitutional. So there's been a travel advisory in place. And any private Albertan or private Canadian who's traveled privately, as long as they've done so legally, that's their business. But um, the senior politicians, the senior advisors to politicians, the medical experts who all mandated the lockdowns and took away our freedoms, uh, they all have to hold themselves to a higher standard. They've turned to people and say, you have to give up things that you've always had and traditions that you've always had and a part of your lives. And there's an obligation on them to hold themselves to the same standard that they're forcing on everybody. And, and a lot of them have done it right. I mean, the premier didn't travel and, and lots of more didn't travel than did, but a lot of them did travel. And, and it's going to be an issue. If you were advising the premier right now, what would you be telling him? I mean, right now, he should let Albertans calm down a little bit. Uh, He should make himself available in the next day or two. And I say day or two because I don't think we're done finding out about it. Just in the last few hours, we've discovered that in in Manitoba, the senior bureaucrat, the the head deputy minister of all the deputy ministers, violated the rules. I think we're going to discover that more people who were involved in decision-making, who were involved in locking down Alberta and parts of Canada, said, well, you know, you, you, you silly people, you have to lock down because you can't be trusted to behave responsibly, but I'm a grown-up and I can look after myself. And that's the problem we're going to have in the next little while. And probably I think the Premier is better suited to take a little bit of time and to find out what the, what the full extent of the nightmare is before he makes himself available publicly. 
Yeah, uh, you know, it's. I've been in this province for 20 years now, moved here from Saskatchewan after a stint there and you know, lived in Ontario for, you know, growing up for the better part of my life. The last 20 years, I never thought I'd seen anything like I had when I was dealing with Alberta politics starting back in 2000. If you look back, and, I, and I'm going back, and, and these have been thrown out, of course, over the past uh, number of days. You look about Klein, you know, Premier Klein and, and the homeless shelter, what happened there and about the outrage there. If you take a look at Sky Palace and, and Premier Redford, you take a look at the look in the mirror quote from, from Jim Prentice, and you look at what has happened here. All of these are being compared like almost equal, but are they equal? There seems to be something more personal to this one. Um, this one is more personal because we've all been through it. You know, in the in the last time, I'll give my personal example. I didn't get to spend any time at Christmas with my 81-year-old father and my 79-year-old mother. They're both pretty healthy, so hopefully I'll get to spend next Christmas with them. But that's not a guarantee. So every person in Alberta is living this, viscerally. We've been part of it. And here's the funny part. There are lots of Albertans who are less panicked or concerned about COVID. And I suspect there are lots of members of the Kenny government who are less panicked or concerned about COVID than other people in Alberta are. But when you're a government and you make decisions, you've got to take the leadership step of, of living up to your decisions. And, and today the premier, you know, held his ministers to account and held some people to account, and that, that's good. That's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's significant, but I, I don't think we're done with this yet. Uh, how do you think this is going to impact um, this government moving forward? I mean, we're two years out from election. I asked the same question to, to, to Dave Rutherford, who I just had on before you. Um, you know, if it was closer to an election, would it have a bigger impact? Do people forgive and forget? Um, generally, I would agree with that. But the, the, one of the problems that this government has is that it's having a tough time connecting with Albertans. Uh, it's having a tough time uh, communicating in a way that establishes trust and sympathy and, 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 and a personal connection. And so th- this does not help. This, this, this does not help. And to a certain extent, for the last year, as this government's lost popularity, the, the premier's lost it a little bit faster than the party. I think this damages the party, and the party also loses a lot of popularity. So it's going to make it's going to make the politics of the next two years more interesting. Before I let you go, what else do you believe we deserve to know right now about what has happened over this over this this Christmas vacation? Uh, I honestly believe that anybody who is senior enough that they were. Uh, briefing cabinet, briefing the cabinet committees, all of those people need to just get out front and declare that when the last time they left Alberta and why. And because they need to reestablish that they have the moral authority to keep making those recommendations. There's still going to be some political questions about, you know, the mechanics of who knew what, when, and how these things were solved. Those are always the unfortunate sort of leftovers of these things. But, Mm. But what needs to happen right now is... Uh, the premier needs to establish that the people around him, that the people who have been giving him advice, haven't lost the authority to do their job. There are still calls for the premier to resign. Your thoughts? He's not going to resign. Uh, 
And and to be fair to him, he didn't go anywhere. He was he was in Calgary for 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 December. He hasn't left the province. Um, but but you know, uh, this is going to be a problem that he has to has to solve. And it and, you know, in politics, problems are also opportunities. So there's an opportunity to 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 behave better, to communicate better, to you know, to try to make uh, some lemonade from these lemons. To be a fly on the wall in some of the offices right now, uh, Vitor, I would I would pay big bucks <laughs> to, to be that. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Yeah, you betcha. Vitor Marciano, uh, Farmer Wild Rose Senior Advisor, Press Secretary to uh, the Wild Rose Leader Brian Jean, has been involved in politics for uh, a long, long time. As, as Vitor mentioned, and we're you know, we're expecting more names to come forward. And as I've mentioned, this is just not an Alberta thing. This is a, a national thing. There have been there have been uh, members uh, of Parliament. Uh, there have been um, MPs and MLAs who have uh, who have gone away. And, and, and part of this really started with with Rod Phillips. You'll remember that he was the uh, the finance minister in Ontario. He took off to the Caribbean, I think it was St. Bart's, on December 13th. And um, he resigned as that province's finance minister hours after returning from that two-week uh, trip. Once again, we heard him describe it, and we're hearing this a lot, significant error in judgment. Nikki Ashton. Uh, she is with uh, the Federal New Democrats. She uh, represents uh, the riding of uh, Churchill, Kiwatanua, Kaaski. She went to Greece to visit her seriously ill grandmother. She has um, been stripped of her cabinet critic positions. Kamal Kara, the federal liberal MP, announced Sunday that she was stepping down from her role as parliamentary secretary to the Minister of International Development after traveling to Seattle over the holidays. She represents uh, Brampton West in Ontario. She flew to Seattle uh, to, to go to a memorial service for her uncle and father. Another Liberal member of Parliament, uh, Samir uh, Zuberi announced Sunday he's going to be stepping down from his committee roles after traveling to Delaware. So this, again, this is not just a, an, an Alberta thing. It's a federal thing. Pierre Arcand, the former interim head of Quebec's Liberal Party, went to Barbados last month with his wife. And it goes on. Okay, and it goes on. Uh, Joe Hargate, Hargrave, uh, Saskatchewan's highways minister, apologized to, uh, for traveling to California over the holidays. Interesting, though, you know, when, when you listen to DeVitor talk and say, you know, um, challenges also provide opportunities, you know, and, and, and it, we'll see what that looks like in the days ahead. You heard both Mr. Rutherford, Mr. Marciano saying that they think that it would be good thinking on uh, the premier to get out and, and, and face the media. And, and talk and talk more. I mean, the news that came out today was posted to his Facebook page. And again, if you're just calling in, the premier announcing that he has accepted the resignation of Municipal Affairs Minister Tracy Allard and that he's asked uh, his chief of staff, Jamie Huckabay, to step down, which he has done.
a number of MLAs who traveled as well have also been disciplined. So, Chadville, here's your chance. 780-496-0063. I'll have about 10 minutes for phone calls. Uh, dial me up. I want to hear what you're thinking. I know some of you are rightfully, rightfully ticked off. Others are saying, hey, no, I, I, I'm fine with it. If they didn't say we can do it, we can do it. it it's, it's, it's okay. But I think we have to go back to what Vitor had said and said, you know, when you have people who are making these rules, putting them in place, who are, who are making the laws, making the regulations, telling us that we shouldn't do it, and then they go do it, that's where the issue is. Hey, if you wanted to travel, go travel. But when you have the people who we have elected to make those decisions, when they're telling us over and over again to stay home, take one for the team, right? The, that entire um, do as I say, not as I do, right? Right? 